All right. Well, George, thanks for hanging out. Um, thanks for running through the rain to sneak into our house while we were talking about audio issues we're having. We're all talking <laughs> shit. I know. <laughs> no, you know, here's the thing, George. I love you. You're a cool dude. And I met you, you know, through this film fest. I think you run. I think you might have started. <laughs> but here's the thing. I've been a horror fan and I grew up in the Bay Area now for all 30. Oh, God. How old am I? 38. Sure. 38 years of my life. And I only knew about another hole in the head, maybe, maybe a decade ago now. Oh, and, wow. Really? Yeah. And w- what? You guys are celebrating 20 years now? Or Twomp. Yes, 20. Yeah, Man. dude. Congratulations, so, Dave. I have, I have questions. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I had started going to horror conventions and everything, and it, it always struck me how different the culture between a like monster palooza and another hole in the head might be when it seemed like they should be like peas in a pod. Like, why wouldn't you show horror movies at a convention? I can answer that question now because it's bad marketing. It's bad business too. It's bad business. It's bad business for sure. As with the film fest, you make all your money before the event or during, depending on you know what you're doing. But yeah, when I found another hole in the head, it, you know, it felt like we had uncovered a hidden gem literally because <laughs> dude, at the time when you were at uh, Japantown, that oh, new yeah. people cinema was literally a hidden theater. So yeah, I, I kind of would like to spend today to just like get to know what, another, how another hole in the head came about your relationship with it. And yeah, kind of figure out who the hell you are. Yeah. But you know, real quick, how did you find it at uh, Japantown? You know, I don't know. I was talking to Oksana about that today. And I remember we were at the Yerba Buena and they were doing a double feature. They were doing a werewolf event. And the only reason we knew that was because we had made friends with David Robson, who was a programmer there at the Alamo when he introed uh, strange behavior or disturbing behavior. Okay. And, and he was like, hey, we're going to show Ginger Snaps on 35. And it was like, I didn't know they had a print of that movie. So they flew it out from Canada and we went to the Yerba Buena for the first time. And I think we met somebody there who it was during another hole in the head. And they're like, Hey, I'm going to go to a screening in Japantown. And we're like, Oh, at the Kabuki. And they're like, no dude, at the new people. And we're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and they're like, Oh, it's under an escape room. And we're like, okay. Yeah. So, and, and I don't even remember what we watched, but it was like, dude, how long has this been going on? Like so, there was an escape. I remember the tea room. The tea, above the tea room is an escape room. Oh, I, yeah. I thought the tea room wasn't a very elaborate escape room. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been. Are something. they still there? Is that whole building gone? New people's uh, gone, but the the tea room's still there. No escape room though. No escape room. They're gone too. Oh jeez. So what's in the theater? Just it's an empty building. They, oh, I mean, the, the theater's still there. They're just not using it. What they don't want to use it anymore. It wasn't profitable. They don't care. They, the building's paid off. They're just yeah. The guy it lives was, in Japan, and they don't care. Yeah, really. I for a while we were trying to get in there, and George was helping us out. And dude, they wanted so much money, and we're like, dude, you're underground, and you have no concessions. Like, yeah, yeah. Work with us a little bit, and it, they just refused. It was brutal. Oh, they did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I don't know. So George, where does another hole in the head start? And were you a part of that journey? Yeah, it started in a 2000. Um, so I met, it started 2004. And I met, um, I wanted to do a horror film festival always. And um, 
I met this, uh, one of my friends, Henry Rosenthal. He does all these films in San Francisco. He um, introduced me to Jeff Ross from IndieFest. Okay. Not the not Master General. I was thinking the comedian. I mean, oh, no, what? no. Jeff Ross, the indie, uh, he does Indie Film Festival, the SF uh, Indie, uh, indie yeah, Film Fest. Yeah. And he, so I met up with him and he uh, said, hey, I want to do a horror film festival. He goes, okay, let's try it. He says, you know, you're going to lose a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, okay. So we did it at the Kabuki for one week and I lost 20 grand. <laughs> Wait, 20 grand? Yeah, because it was expensive to rent the Kabuki back then. Oh, how much were we talking about for like, the how did you do it? Did you Kabuki. have a whole day or were you doing like prime slots? Just at the nights. Night? They only gave me two slots. How how much were they? I think it was like 10 grand or 12 grand for, uh, <laughs> for, seven, for seven days. I thought oh, it was in 2004? What? In 2004? Yeah. Jeez. It was a lot. Yeah. Well, okay, now in 2004, we still had like a thriving theater culture, right? Yeah. Like, so you could you could actually make like money in a theater. So maybe, man, it's so different. By the time we got in the game, you know, I knew people who were negotiating with like independent theaters for, hey, on your Wednesday, can I just host a movie and you can keep the money? And they they were down for it. Like, that's how slow it was. But 10K per th- that's so much. How did you have that money? What are you doing? What was I doing? I, I was, yeah, I was, what the hell was, is that? Well, you know, I could talk about it now. I don't give a fuck. Now you know what I can't, actually. <laughs> okay, I was kind of joking. Because, you know, you are an enigma. And it's like, what George, What the hell does this George guy do? Like, half the time, I'm not even convinced you like horror movies. No, so right now happened? I am. Right now what I do is um, I deliver f- flowers to the rich in, like, Pacific Heights. So I go into a, I work for my, um, they have a, um, a flower business that they do installs and, uh, and flower deliveries to just Pacific Heights. So it's like all these billionaires' houses and stuff. So I go into all these people's houses. It's pretty crazy, the shit you see and all these people you go into. And then the other thing I manage, um, my brother and I, we own some property in the city. Oh. So I'm a slumlord. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing a little bit of... Um like content creation work for a real estate agent. So I've heard a lot of like terminology, yeah, like doors and stuff. I mean, you know, George's stories, we've seen it a dime a dozen, you know, <laughs> flower man term slumlord, <laughs> you know, what are they tipping you? Like thousand dollar bills when you're bringing those flowers? Rare chrysanthemums? You know, I can co-sign that shit too. When I was driving for like a high end um, garbage store, we were bringing like flower vases out. That would be like seven grand for like this shitty ceramic thing. And you would bring them in, be all careful, polite. They didn't give you nothing. No. I got tipped one time in two years. It was a $20 bill. And I went, it can happen. I got <laughs> better. I, I got to better work in DoorDash. <sighs> As a fact. You got better than $20 tip? 40 cash one time. No, you really? can't take cash. It's <laughs> you can't take cash. Please. I'm going to report can't. you, dude. Oh. <laughs> oh, you take the cash. Okay, so in 2004, you lose 20 grand on a film fest. Where where did the name come from? So the name came from, so um, I didn't know anything about putting a film festival together, how to do it. So Jeff had a, another guy, uh, his name was uh, Bruce Fletcher, and he uh, ran a, a film festival in Boise. 
Idaho. So he came here and he helped us out. He came up with the name Another Hole in the Head. And Another Hole in the Head, the name Another Hole in the Head is because San Francisco has so many film festivals. Oh, yeah. So San Francisco needs another film festival. Like it needs another hole in the head. Yeah. Smart. Do we lose a lot of film fest? I feel like that may have dwindled down a little bit oh, too. For sure, man. A lot of them are gone. A lot yeah. of them better make it. A lot of them don't go past five years. Weird. Is yeah. that true? Sure. Wow. So we actually, we made it through. Yeah. Where are you guys uh, at now? Um, Five? well, the virtual kind of turns into like potentially doing two a year. But so you're heading into your seven. If we don't count that in person, yeah, we're going into seven. Yeah. You know, I noticed for us, for um, submissions, it started picking up at year 10. Okay. But before that, it was nothing. I'm not optimistic it will ever pick up <laughs> for the unnamed footage festival <laughs> as our, our scope is so niche yeah. that I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it would be nice. I mean, I feel like they have, uh, they may have plateaued, but it's certainly been a, you know, an uphill yeah. trajectory there. Well, you know, he, up and to the right. That's so what you want to see. Yeah. It's very slow, though. Like, yeah. yeah. Like Still, you said, though. Um, so, okay. When, when we got in the Film Fest game, I, we had a friend and she was doing it at, you know, Madeline, you've met her out yeah. in, um, Philly. She was doing the, um, Philadelphia unnamed footage. No, unnamed festival. God, those. You got it. Oh, was it? Phil- Philadelphia Unnamed Footage Film Fest. Unnamed Film Fest. That's what it is. Ours is a play on that. Yeah, um, I know. It's uh, already confusing. And then people always try we'll to. We'll be right fa- back. <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, you know, I kept telling her, I'm like, dude, I want to do work, but I don't have an outlet. And I had a blog at the time and I thought it was very cool. And um, she kept Randy, saying. Randy, edit that out, please. <laughs> She, she kept saying, you know, film fest, there's so much work. We eventually broke her down. And then when she was like kind of laying out how we could do it, you know, a lot of it was just film freeway. But I'm curious, in 2004, was, was film freeway a thing? No, it wasn't. It was, um, I think it was there. I think, it, I don't remember what, what we did in 2004, but I know, uh, I think a couple of years after that was without a box. Yeah, I've heard of that. And Am- I think Amazon bought, or somebody bought them. I think it was Amazon, and then they just went under. But uh, it was, um, it was without a box, and they were the big player, and there were, there were everybody was going to them, and then Film Freeway was uh, started coming up, and then so Film how did, Freeway um, just took it over. How did without a box work? It was the same thing. Okay. Okay, I know we're kind of in the weeds here, but um, when you run a film fest, you you have filmmakers submit a movie to you that you look at and then you build your programming out of it. Or you can scout and find stuff that you like and work it in. But uh, these these websites essentially kind of facilitate everything. So you put your thing up there and you can market through them and people, filmmakers can create account and it's really like interknitting. Like it's really, it, it's simple to do. And I I feel like we got in there right as it turned a corner. Because how did people do a film fest before? They send you reels and then you had to watch them? Or? Oh, yes. I forgot. That's how we used to do. So people people would send us uh, uh, VHS tapes nope. or, Betamax? Or, uh, or DVDs. That's what it was. I forgot so about Do you that. have a lot of those like lying around? Nah, I got rid of them. Oh. <laughs> they, would, they would go to my... They would go to my dad's house, and my dad was like, "What the fuck? There's all this shit coming in here." 
Because I was because I wouldn't I didn't want to go into my house because I live in South of Market because it would get stolen. Yeah. So I would have it go to my dad's house because yeah, he lives in the Sunset. So we would get all these VHS tapes and like DVDs and CD ROMs, all this stuff, just nonstop. And it was it was tough to watch. <laughs> Way easier now. So were you a big horror fan when you wanted to start this, or were you just like yeah, a bored yeah, yeah. kid? No, no, I was always okay. a horror fan. Ah oh, man, when did that start? Uh, when I, I think it was Nightmare on Elm Street three, and uh, when that came out in the theaters. Yeah, I what didn't really that? get to see any of those movies in the theater. Nightmare on Elm Street three, and then um, after that, Creep Show two, all that. So I just started getting into it. I loved it. It was all so horror. just franchise sequels. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, Dude, I, I think admit- the first actual horror movie I watched as a kid was, uh, it was Nightmare on Elm Street 3, but it also was um, Faces of Death. There it is. <laughs> That's what it was. Everyone's Faces classic kid memory. How did you get that? Was, was it from tape. a video? A yeah, rental? it was a VHS tape. That's what we were watching Man. back then. I brought a Faces of Death home, and my I think I've told this story on here, so I'll keep it brief, but my parents flipped the fuck out. There was two times... When media came into the home and they were very mad and concerned, one was Faces of Death, which I never returned that, but the other one was a Marilyn Manson CD. <laughs> and I think it, it only came through because remember all those CD things you could do, the mail-in ones where it's like, buy one, get 11 free. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was one of those. I'm like, I didn't, I'm not even really into that. I just, I needed an 11th. My mom, she broke down. Yeah. So okay, it was, wait, was it was it DVD or Blu-ray? I mean, or a VHS? Wait, no, it was a CD. It was. Do you remember? It, it was like BMG or BGM. Oh, you're or, right. That's yeah. what you're talking about. Okay, cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you'd get a catalog, and it's like buy one get eleven free. Yeah, that's hilarious. It'd have them in like you know magazines. Yeah, I don't know how that market worked. <laughs> I don't know how you make money off that. It had to be like a pyramid scheme, right? Yeah. Huh. Well, okay, so George, was it just you in the beginning and like a couple of friends you had or like how so big was, was the and, another uh, home? It was just team? me. It was just me. And then a couple of years later after that, like I think like four years, five years later, Eric, Eric Ringer got on board. You know, my Do little I know friend. Eric? I don't know. See, he hasn't been around because he hasn't been around the last five years. So, but you probably seen him here and there. You probably don't know him. Uh, but Romany was always there. Romany was always helping, but um, and then we had a couple of people here and there straggling, but it was pretty much uh, me at first and then Eric for like 10 years. And then he split, and now it's just me and Romany. Now, were you always fronting the bill? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we were in that position, too, for a long time here. I think two years ago, we're like, okay, we can't do it anymore. But you kind of know that the money's not coming back. And I wasn't willing to take any compromises on like art or anything. So I was like, fuck it. I, I, I always looked at it like we're throwing a party that we would want to attend. Exactly. Just, you know, we had to work the whole time through it, but yeah. you could like live vicariously. So, dude, I can only imagine what a um, film fest out here would look like in 2004. And at the Kabuki, did the Kabuki always have the bar? No. There was when no did the bar, bar there. come in? No, uh, the bar came in, I think, 10 years ago. Oh, shit. Okay, that's kind of new then. Did, yeah, it's kind of new. That, that wasn't there. There was nothing there. It was just that little concession stand. It was kind of lame. I didn't like did it. Y'all, 
Did you all like bring beer in? No, they wouldn't allow you to do anything. It was corporate. The only place that allowed us to to bring in booze and stuff would be new people. Was new people. New I'm people shocked. was cool. And when did uh, when did that relationship start? New people started. Um, it was two thousand eight. Oh wow! No, two thousand ten. Yeah. 2010 because i i did a i did a film festival at that was at the roxy at the balboa and i need a new place so i i got i got in touch with the new people and i tried it out and um it was okay i like the theater but it's just hard to find yeah nobody knows about it they don't have a website they don't have a schedule they don't have anything and that really helps when you uh, do a film festival, that's why I like <laughs> it, it does. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's, I like sticking with the Roxy, the Balboa and the four star. Now it's because they got a whole schedule online. And if you send them your stuff, they'll put it all up there and they got their own like email list and stuff like that. I mean, we have our own email list too, but it just helps spread, spread the word. Yeah. The fucking new people didn't even have a marquee. Yeah, they they have, yeah, like you could find the building and you would be like, am I here? There was no effort. But, yeah. but the interesting thing is that you know, the tech was all there. Oh, like, it was great. Beautiful theater. It was fantastic. It was like a dope Yeah, they had a 35 millimeter uh, in there, two 35 millimeter. Uh, and everything yeah. was great. And they didn't care what you played. You do <laughs> yeah. whatever you want. I didn't know that. It might have been worth yeah. the price. You showed some gnarly shit in there. But they gave me a good price. They were cheap for me. I don't know what the hell they charged, tried to charge you, but it was. Oh, dude. What? I think, okay. I think it was four years ago or something. I remember them throwing a number out that was like five grand per movie. Oh, what? I was like, I was like huh? That's the fuck? They must have just not liked us. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, I don't know. I'm like, because I really like that theater. And if I'm honest, I like the idea that nobody could be on their phone down there because it was just a dead zone. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that really like, I don't know. I kind of romanticized that. And you know, you'd have to charge five hundred dollars a ticket. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> <at> those rates. <laughs> well, okay, George. So, did you ever work with like the Bridge or the Lumiere? Did you have any kind of? Because we lost so many theaters here. Red Vic. Yeah. No. California. I remember them. I went to them. I used to go to them, but I never, uh, never worked with them. The only theaters I worked with was the Roxy, Balboa, Four Star. And new people. That's it. Damn. And then uh, Victoria. Oh, and the Victoria, yeah. And and the Brava. The Brava is really cool. I've done that. Yeah, that's like the neighborhood theater, right? Have you been inside? I don't know. I have not. It's beautiful. I think. I can't remember. I've been to so many random. It's it's strange how many theaters we have out here, and the neighborhood ones that don't have like a ton of character, they just kind of like. I don't know. They fade into the back. I know one year we got bumped out of the Balboa or actually it was Kai was doing his Bigfoot festival and they bumped him out because Disney said, if you don't give us both theaters, we're not uh, screening with you anymore. And the Balboa is like, we have to dude. Sorry. And I think they pushed him to like the Victoria or something. Victoria's Uh, right. I can't remember. Yeah. But it was just like a very different thing. Like the Balboa has that, that lobby that we love so much. So, all right. Well, you've been restored. So you've been doing this for 20 years, George. Yeah. 20 years is crazy, but you know, it's finally has legs now. So it's actually, 
paying for itself finally, you know, and that's the cool thing about it. It pays for itself. It runs itself. It's just, uh, it's cool. I like it now. It's chill. And it and <laughs> only took 20 people, years. Yeah, you know, it's funny hearing people like, Oh, you're another hole in the head. You're so reputable. You know, all this stuff. <laughs> Online. Like, what? <laughs> it's funny. In person, whenever I bring up another hole in the head, a lot of people don't know about it, which is always yeah. great. Because it's like, well, go out there and support. Like, we have a horror film fest. Well, you're you're like kind of broad genre now. But yeah. still. We, we were, and originally it was all straight horror. Yeah. You know, that was the problem, too. In the beginning when it was all straight horror, it was hard getting submissions. It was tough. <sighs> There weren't yeah. that many. I, I was, and then I started expanding it, changing it up a little bit. So okay, let's try sci-fi or sci-fi. Then we started getting more submissions. Then so okay, let's do some fantasy. And then we just started like expanding it, turning it into like a fantastic fest kind yeah. of. And then it just started coming in. And then you get all this crazy cool stuff because after a while, I was getting sick of all the horror, which is too <laughs> much horror. But it was like crazy horror. It was like it was it was crazy horror, like. Hard to watch, like rape and all this shit. People getting their heads cut off while being raped. (laughs) 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 What kind of submissions were you getting? And then these these are going to your dad's house too. Like two p.m. on a Sunday. (laughs) 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 Well, fuck. That sounds honestly. I could think of. You know, we 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 changed it up a little bit, and it's I actually like it now because it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, I wonder if that's just a product of the time. Because there's definitely not a like shortage of horror films. So, yeah, I don't know. It's so easy to share a movie digitally now, too. But also, I, I think about that every now and then. We're in such a niche, and we've kind of worded our categories like in a, in a kind of like archaic, technical. It's like very esoteric to this subgenre. And it kind of weeds out a lot of people who are like, I don't know if it qualifies, but we still get traditional horror films and they're always the worst. Like, <laughs> like even like, cause you know, found footage horror gets knocked all the time for being like a talentless budgetless genre. And that's the only reason why anybody makes a movie there yet. The movies that have like a budget and like somebody, you know, hired some actors were like looking at it like one, it doesn't qualify immediately. But they're just not good. Like they they never are. So I could imagine what a film fest with only that kind of submissions would be like. Especially it was tough. It was yeah, tough. getting decapitated on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, George, now we're in the twentieth year. And uh so God, dude, you programmed all of December, it looks like. Well, so what we're doing, okay, so this is what we're doing. We're doing the from the first to the twelfth. So first of all, we're from the first to the twenty fifth is going to be on. There's going to be, um, I think, sixteen features and maybe shorts are coming through right now. But it'll be about a hundred and a hundred to a hundred and fifty shorts on demand. So oh. you could go oh. right. You could go starting on the first to watch this. That's on demand on Inventive, and then from the first to the twelfth, we're going to be um, at the Balboa Theater, the Little Roxy. And the four star theater. Those are going to be playing all theatrical films. And then from starting on the 6th to the 16th, we're going to be at Eclectic Box. It's a new uh, the, uh, theater. We're going to be doing Nightmare on Elm Street, the live play. Oh. 
Oh. And we're doing Where's... eight shows of that. And that's actually selling really well. You know, it's, people are like, because we're going to be doing, it's going to be a, we're going to do, uh, it's going to be bled into the audience. So we're shooting blood into the audience. So don't wear your nice clothes. <laughs> what are you, Guar now? <laughs> Pretty much. But we did this before. We we did this and I worked with a group called Primitive Screwheads. And our, um, I saw their shows at uh, Evil Dead live. Yeah. And um, I talked to them and I said, hey, because they were doing like a little 50 seat theater on market. I said, hey, man, you guys want to do this? Try it out with me to go, okay. So we went, ran at the Victoria, and I think it's like 550 seats there. It sold out. It was crazy. Oh, it was like, I think it was in 2009, 2010, but it was so crazy. So much blood going into the audience. The theater had no idea what the fuck was going on. We had to, we covered some of the seats with plastic, but they were pissed. <laughs> <laughs> But it was great. And then we did a couple more after that. We did Night of the Living Dead, Texas Chainsaw. Um, and then um, they all grew up and they stopped doing that. So I met these other people now and um, we're doing it with them. Dreams on the Rocks. They took over Stageworks Theater. So now oh. it's called. So it was a, they took oh. it over now. So now it's called Eclectic Box. That's a good venue. That's a yeah, good yeah. venue. Yeah, yeah. I, I've uh, I did stand up there a couple times. Oh really? Yeah. So we're yeah. doing it there for eight shows, um, sixth through the sixteenth, and that's what we're doing. So that's that's the festival. Yeah, I've had that's people great. come up to me who aren't like because you know our immediate friends they're kind of like in all this. So we've already been talking about Hole in the Head for a while, but I've had other people go come up to me like, hey, you're going to go see Nightmare on Elm Street, the play? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, really? And it's always like, yeah, like people who I don't normally like coordinate this kind of stuff with. And they're like, yeah, there's going to be like blood. And I'm like, oh, it's another hole in the head? And I always feel out of the loop. Which oh, wait, I, so people are, you've heard about other people talking yeah, about yeah. this. Okay, Dude, it's great. come up uh, like random conversation like three or four times now. But you know, it's funny, the people that want to see the play won't go to the to the watch a horror movie or a sci-fi yeah. film. It yeah. just, it's just a totally different kind of a group of people, demographic. It's just, yeah. that's how it is. A lot of people don't like to go to these movies. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people in the Bay one, I've, I've thought a lot about this over the years. I think we have a car culture who is really against going over a bridge. And I know that because I'm guilty of it. And even though I have a lot of friends who do stuff in the East Bay, it feels like I'd have to dig my roots out of the ground to take that 15 minute drive. There's something about like, it could be traffic and it could be two hours of it. That just makes it always feel like a crapshoot. But people cross that bridge every day. Every day. Yeah. It's like the, the, the seventh busiest bridge in the country. Yeah. I think people don't want to park their car. No. With, after they're driving at this juncture. And and we do really have a, we have a car culture. And I've talked to people who do programming in LA and they talk about how a lot of people in LA don't go to these events. It's always people from surrounding cities that drive in. Oh, is that like, Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like, well, why don't we have that? Like, and you, you look at like, where's a lot of culture happening out here? Like San Jose, that's yeah. a little bit too much of a drive. Like a lot a, of cultures happening culture. in San Jose. It's a big city and they have, they have like a good comedy scene, a lot of music. They show a lot of like, I don't know about movies. They ain't got nothing going on down there. They're they dying don't. just like everybody else. 
Okay, where would you say a lot oh, of you know, Sacramento happen? does? Sacramento's <sighs> popping in the horror scene. Dude, when you go up north, it's like, yeah, there's like a community of horror yeah. fans out there. Because like, Sacramento, the- they're cowboys. They got rodeos and shit. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we used to go up there for um, Silver Scream. Do you remember that film fest? They were around for like two years. Santa later. Rosa? Yeah. No. Do you remember that, George? No? Not at all. I think <laughs> I think they were famous monsters, and then they morphed into that. Oh, and then it, dude, it was kind of, dude, they rented out that whole theater. They had a whole floor. So once you got in there, your badge will let you in on the floor and they just would have like 10 movies going at one time. And I remember thinking, how the fuck do you have anybody in any of these theaters? Wait, were there people in the theaters? Yeah, there were a lot. They weren't full, but I mean, they were showing shit from like, I remember Jessica Cameron had her indie, her indie lesbian uh, grindhouse film showing and that was like half full and i'm and at the same time i think they had william lustig was doing a q a with like john landis and uh some and i'm like how is anybody it's where you met eric christopher myers yeah it's where, butterfly yeah, kisses the, yeah. we met uh the director of a movie butterfly kisses out there and again terrible cover bad poster uh little found footage movie and we were in a theater with like 25 other people and I was how the who the fuck is coming in here to watch this weird found footage movie? Yeah. Well, you know what? Because there aren't there's nothing really to. I mean, I'm, there's stuff I know. to do in Sacramento, but <laughs> there the, but there isn't. It's not like here in the city. There's always something going on. There's, so it's like people have other options here. When you go to Sac, you don't. You have a couple options here and there. So I can see why. I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> Fentanyl's always an option out yeah. here. Okay. <laughs> So, George, what are, what are some of the highlights this year? We got to drag people out. Again, if you're like a casual horror fan, I try to drum this up every year. You want to be on Instagram. You want to be posting about movies that other people haven't seen. You want that content clout. Go to a fucking film fest and support people like George, who's been doing this for 20. Why am I yelling at our audience? They already know. And no, tell, us the Barbara, and yeah. tell us this year's Barbara Crampton movie. <laughs> Wait, which one? <laughs> No, we have a joke that every year we go to another hole in the head. She's there. She's always there. With the movie. <laughs> but you know what? I emailed her this time. She didn't get back to me. Oh, Barbara. Dude. About our new movie. I, but whatever. It's all good, Barbara. She, she's been there three <laughs> times for us. I appreciate it. Barbara's great. She's, hey, yes. Yeah, I mean, she's been on this show. show. Yeah. <laughs> so she, oh, she, she does charity work. Yeah. Early on, too. And that's an episode I will never go back Very and listen early, to. Like episode four. <laughs> So some of the some of the highlights for the festival um, first night, which we're doing a uh, Caligari. Is it has is that how you say it, Caligari? Yep, you I'll it. allow it. Yeah, okay. We're, we're doing Caligari with that that silent film, and we're we're it's going to be a live score with the that band Sleep Bomb. Okay. Yeah, you know Sleep so, Bomb, right? Hold on, let me let me. Uh, yeah, I got to see Conan yes. when they played. I where the fuck was that at the New People? I think it yeah, was the New People. It was hot. And um, it, it was hot, but dude, I fucking had a blast. And I'm where did the the hooking up with Sleep Bomb come from? Oh, you know what? I saw them. Um, I saw an ad for them on. I think it was on Facebook or something. They were playing at the in the Oakland at the Parkway. Yeah. So what, I went the new down Parkway. There. I think it was was it Parkway. Damn, you pull up a beanbag and watch Sleep Bomb. No, what theaters do they have out there? <laughs> now, none. They have. They used to have the Shattuck. They had, uh, what was that one that we um, 
think Grand Lake. Uh, yeah, Grand Lake's out there. New, I think the it's Parkway, Park but whatever, whatever yeah. theater it is, I went there and I, I watched her show, and then afterwards I liked it. And I came up to him and I asked him if he wanted to do it. And he said, yeah. So I think we did a, we did two so far. This will be the third one. We did Conan, which was sold out. It was great. It was hot, but it was great. And then we did, uh, last year, we did Night of the Living Dead. How was that? At the Roxy. And that sold out, too. So now we're doing Caligari at the Balboa. Yeah, fuck. Night of the Living Dead. I was really curious about that one. Because Conan kind of lent itself to having, like, a kind of, like, doom metal band come in. And I'm I was really curious how it would... Um, Adapt how they would like score Night of the Living Dead. That was great. They did a great job. It was like it was like I liked it better than Conan. Oh, it was in, it, it was intense. Um, but you know what? We were going to do Conan again this year, and um, it didn't happen because they they had a cease and assist. So they're working at it. The, the the studio doesn't like them doing it. So now they're working at a deal with the studio. They, so they have to stop doing it. What the fuck? <laughs> Because the you know, studio didn't like them playing over the, the yeah. 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 That checks out. It, Thanks, guys. It's crazy, like, now that we've been, like, you know, messing around with theaters and programming movies for years now, it's crazy the few times that come, like, the actual corporations reach out and say no. And it's insane to me that that's one of them. Ah. Honestly, it's probably just because it's a really good product and they want a part of it. I think that's what it is, too. It, ha- it has to be that because they did a great job. And it doesn't really mess with it. But, but yeah, we did. Other, yeah, we did that. And, so when uh, you went we, watched Sleep Bomb playing, what were they doing? Were they doing music for a movie? No, they were doing um, – it was Conan. Oh, okay. It was okay, uh, so no, it wasn't Conan. Man. It was Metropolis. That's what it was. Yep. It was Metropolis. I saw them do Metropolis. And then um, I asked them and they said, yeah, let's do this. Did I do Metropolis? I don't know. Oh, I think, did I play Metropolis first and then Conan? I think you did. Okay, so I did Metropolis, Conan, and then Night of Living Then now I'm doing this. And then before that, we did, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter, but whatever, I'll just tell you guys. Before we did um, um, Fury Road. Oh, tight. Yeah. But we did Black and White, Silent, with... uh, Live score at the yeah, new people. I remember that. And then we did uh, Akira. And then we did um, Fantasia. What uh, are you doing, Cats? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched now Cats? That's, that's a horror movie. That would work. Which one, Fantasia? No, Cats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, yeah. So that was, uh, we, we that's, <laughs> I try to, I try to do something different like that every year to get other people to come to the festival so they could, Get a little taste the music, yeah. the music um, side of whatever. I so see your games. You lure yeah. them out with live music, and, and then, then they you see like what else is going on. Say, like, okay, let's check this out. Same thing with the play. The it helps. It helps bring people to the festival. It brings yeah. attention to it because if you don't do that, it's just uh, all just straight movies. Is it's hard. I try to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Well, I think. Um, now that you're like fully into like the Balboa four star vibe, you'll have a little bit of like a hangout area. So hopefully people start, you know, turning it into a regular annual event. Also, well, I did, sorry, I did, did get a step always, and repeat. Like, oh, like okay. It's like I got one. So that'll help. 
Yeah. Those fucking step and repeats cost so much goddamn money too. Well, and I got I it for cheap. It, it wasn't even that much. It was like 500 bucks. It was 60% off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, I, that's, that's why you got to keep them evergreen. Well, I think that, yeah, that's what we did last time. But also I think the discretion there was $500. Like what's our budget this year? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've been pushing another hole in the head as kind of like a horror celebration in the Bay area. Cause we really don't have a lot. Like I think midnight for maniacs is coming back. The Alamo's terror Tuesday. I hate to say it, but it's just not what it used to be. Oh, and, not. Yeah. Well, no. there used to be kind of like a community there and, you know, back in the day, I mean, the Alamos, they survived the pandemic and I think they changed a lot of their- They changed their business model. Yeah, the it, the model changed in a bunch of ways that has kind of like had a triple up effect into like the culture and it it's just not cheap anymore. It's better than what it was though. They're going back to playing more Alamo type of programming type films, yeah. opposed to being a- uh, upper tier AMC, which is what they were doing for <sighs> when they started coming back from the pandemic. I mean, yeah. honestly, it was, it was straight, you know, popcorn movies is what they were doing before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. When they came back from the pandemic, I mean, they were just showing, you know, Cinemark movies essentially. Got it. Yeah. And it, it used to be kind of a cool venue where it would be like an A list, like AMC or something, but they would show weird shit. Like all the time, like they're back to they're, they're a little bit back to that now. Yeah, but it costs so much more now. Like I'm curious. Yeah, they did, doubled the price on uh, Terror Tuesday and Wednesday. You yeah. Know? yeah, and that was kind of the charm too. Was like you go in there, you can eat food Five bucks. and like hang out and go get a beer after or something if you're that type of night owl. But th- George, you were looking at another hole in the head um, moving into the Alamo, right? Did you ever do it? No, it's too expensive because they want they wanted to charge. I think it was like 20, 20 to 25 per seat and you have to buy all the seats and they have to oh. guarantee and you have to guarantee a, a drink or something or some kind of order. It was crazy. It was like something like it's either 20 or 25 and then you have to guarantee a, a food, yeah, a certain know. amount of food. I'm yeah, like, that's whatever. That. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, we, we flirted with the idea before, but. It just, it doesn't work out. Also, I don't know how well that culture really adapts. Like, I think we had a lot of luck last year when we showed Cloverfield and then promoted, but that's always like a separate event where we just partner with them and promote it. And then people come and, you know, we try we're to- doing that this year with them. Thank you for um, hooking that up. <laughs> we're doing it on the 28th. Um, I forgot. It, I guess, I don't know. I get a look on the computer, but it's, um, it says it on there on the schedule. Is it part of a Terra Tuesday? Yeah, it's a Terror Tuesday. I don't oh, know what movie dude. that is. What is so, it? So, George, you've been oh, a part sorry. of this film fest for 20 years. I've never seen you intro a movie. What, what's that all about? I used to intro movies all the time. But then and- I stopped because other people wanted to do it. So I just stopped doing it. But you know what? This year I'll do it. I'm going to intro a bunch. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll intro I'll, – not a bunch, but I'll intro some. Um, I know more – I know a lot about the films this year, so I will – I'll. I'll intro them, but people always wanted to do it. So I just let them do it. And I just, I just gave up doing it. Cause another reason why is because I had to work the door at new people. Yeah. Cause you always had to have somebody up there and I couldn't do both. Cause then if you, yeah. if you're at the door and then you have to go downstairs, you have to shut that door and then people can't get in. You guys, yeah. 
Yeah, that was a problem. But this yeah, year I'm going to um, yeah, I'm gonna intro a bunch of films. I'll do some Q&As. I think you guys are doing a Q&A too and introing two films, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be out there. We uh, I I uh, showed George sweet relief after we had Nick and Ben on here. And I, I wormed that into their programming. No, it was but good. Yeah, I liked it. Dude, we'll be out there. And um, yeah, we'll be pushing that hard. Right now, God, next weekend we're doing our virtual. Which I'm oh, gonna yeah. I'm gonna force you to go to, yeah, for the of twenty four hour twenty three, which is we gonna be a twenty four hour live I, I talked to Oksana. I'm gonna put that in my email blast. Oh, tight! Thank you for you guys. I just need yeah. the the info because we're we're doing an email blast on Monday or Tuesday, so I'll put it in for you guys. Oh, rad! Thanks. You know, when we first got into like the film fest thing too, I I came into it with the mentality of like we're we're trying to like nudge into other people's territory. So it was almost like, I, I don't know. I wasn't expecting people to be like helpful like you. You've always been super cool to us. You've even gotten films submitted to you that you've pulled from your lineup so we could premiere it. And, you know, I've just, I don't think we've gotten that kind of treatment from anybody else. <laughs> and I mean that like we've had movies pull out of ours because um, the fuck is the name of that film? Cinequest. From- is it uh, Cinequest in San Jose? Yeah, it's Cinequest. Where they they have a rule again. Um, oh yeah, fuck them. <laughs> no, yeah. But they tell people <laughs> if it's not some sort of premiere, we're not going to show it. No, totally. So You're right. I, we've had conversations with filmmakers. Uh, Death of a Vlogger. I'll just fucking put their name out there. Death of a Vlogger was going to premiere with us, and we're like, cool. We love your movie. It's a niche mixed media found footage thing. And then Cinequest was like, we want it, but you can't do that film fest. And I remember talking to them being like, fuck it, dude. Like, we'll just show it secretly. We don't give a shit about the premiere. Like, our lobby is going to be people talking about the movie that you made and the way you meant to make it. Theirs is going to play to an empty room, which it did. So if you're going to program with the film fest, make sure wait, it's wait, another wait, bomb head out here. Wait, <laughs> wait, did it really play into an empty room? I'm pretty sure it did from the reports I got. Also, I think something, oh. it was a uh, pandemic. It was that year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also the uh, founder sent a quest in jail. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, Jan 6. <laughs> oh, shit. Are you kidding me? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with that kind of character, though, you know, you just assume it's the truth. San Jose, who knows? <laughs> Yeah, okay, so George, it looks like the Alamo showing evil speak. Okay, night. thank you. Yeah, so well, are you going to get up there Benji. and intro that? Benji is. Benji, Benji. the warp dimension. Benji's going to intro. Oh, and you know what? So let me, uh, I'll give you a quick little thing of what we're, I guess, some of the highlights. We're doing, um, uh, Benji's going to have a show. Benji's going to do his warp dimension with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. Tight. And yep. then Jorge. Uh, he's doing uh, the Batman revision. Mm. Oh, Jorge Torres Torres. Yeah, he's flying in. He, Wait, he made, hold on. You got the Batman revision? <laughs> well, this is what he did. It's pretty crazy. I watched it. He did. He took all the animation from all of Batman throughout the last 50 years. And he made and he put he put the 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 the, the voice. I mean, the audio of the Batman. But he put he put uh, the animation over it of all of Batman over fifty years. So does that make sense? Yeah. So here's what happened: Jasadi went out and hung out with our fucking engineer Randy, who's in this call right now, and and Jasadi was hitting up everybody we know in New York. He hung out with Jorge, 
And in a bar on his phone, he showed him the the movie that George now has. This wasn't that long ago, though. And from what I heard, Jorge had only done like six minutes of it. But what he did is he took the um, Batman movie, the new one, took all the visuals out, kept the audio. And then every time they're in like the the actual movie, there'd be like a coffee cup or somebody drinking. He would cut in like Batman, the animated TV show of somebody drinking coffee. Yes. So it's like he matched the movie up with images from all the other shit that's been Batman throughout the years. It's crazy. It sounds, it sounds insane. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to that's say. That's what JTT brings to the table, baby. Dude, I'm dude. I'm so pumped. When is that playing? That's going to be at the little Roxy on, on uh, Wednesday. The, Little Roxy, you're gonna make us fight for a goddamn seat to see that. <laughs> it's not gonna be no. It's not gonna be fighting. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be fucking fighting, dude. If Benji takes hey, my fucking seat, out. you guys should definitely show up to that. We're also having Richard Elfman for Bloody Bridget. You guys are doing a little thing on that. He's gonna be there with his. I think it's is that his wife. It is his wife. Yeah, it's his wife. She's funny. I watched the movie. She's hilarious. And she's it's a crazy movie. It's so bloody. <laughs> It's like I was like surprised how bloody it gets. It's like insane, but um, that's um he's gonna be in. He's flying. Hey, they're both flying there for that. We're doing um, we're also doing um, Dark Side of the Rainbow, but two point So I don't know if you guys have ever seen Dark Side of the Rainbow. Have you? No. You know what no. that is? No. The Dark Side of the Rainbow is a um, Wizard of Oz with with the Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Okay. But, so what they normally do, they play. They play. I, I saw it at the four star like a couple of weeks, like last month. They'll play it, but then they'll play the record two and a half times. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they just play it on the loop, and it, it's just like, for me. I don't like that. I, I was like annoyed. I'm like, this is not so. <laughs> so my friend is doing it, Tajo. He's actually going to be doing it live there in his own way. So we're calling it Dark Side of the Rainbow 2.0. He's going to have Dark Side of the Moon, but with other crazy shit into it. That's going to not, it's going to be all fresh. There's going to be a crazy trip. He's good. He's like psychedelic style. It's just, it's going to be great. Oh, dude, I'll get my DMT ready. But that only lasts <laughs> a couple minutes. <laughs> so you better have your fake pen there. Wait, <laughs> wait, okay, so is it like a DJ brings in Pink Floyd and he's spinning it, or are there actual, like, visual? No, 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 it's, it's going to be Darks, it's going to be um, uh, Wizard of Oz, but it's going to be uh, spinning, yeah. uh, so it's pretty much going to be Dark Center Rainbow, but a new version of it. It's not going to be two, two and a half times, it's going to be all, for, uh, just, it's just going to be a flow of music with Dark Center the Moon. And there's going to be parts of um, the original, um, like, you know, the little munchkin singing, lollipop, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Is it the dude, lollipop kid? Have you guys ever I, seen the movie? Dude, my mom is a gigantic. The lollipop guild. Yeah. <laughs> Clark yeah. has his membership card. <laughs> so <laughs> I know the Wizard of Oz. Like, my mom is a huge Wizard of Oz fan. So I... uh. I detest the movie because she played it all the time. Oh, she did? A, yeah, all the time. But, you know, I'll, I'll fuck with that. I, I I am a fan. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I like shit like The Shining backwards and forwards. 
Like yeah. I like it when people play and I don't, I guess people think it's kind of like lowbrow, but I love that shit. Did you or go like to our festival sound. when we did that? No. And I saw you did it, but yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, Randy did. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> Randy, the voice from the darkness. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Did you say what's up to George when you went out there? <laughs> no, I. Was that the Roxy? I think. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, it was cool. I believe so. Now, Randy did run in with Nicolas Cage at your film festival. Oh, yeah. I didn't, actually. I was taking a shit while he was in the lobby. And, uh, <laughs> I thought you saw him. No, I no, missed really? him. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, you just missed Nick Cage. I was like, yeah, it's because I was taking a dirty shit. That's No, cool. you weren't. No, you weren't. Because one of the benefits of the new people cinema was they had a high-tech bidet. That's right. You took a clean <laughs> shit, friend. <laughs> I was always intimidated to try and like. Oh no! It. I took I I took a great bidet there. <laughs> yeah, the Nicolas Cage thing was great. Heated seats, no, heated cool. water. It was cool yeah. because your crowd was very respectful, and people were like, "There he is! Don't look at him." They treated it like the sun, and he came yeah, in with the cowboy. I guess his brother uh, Christopher Coppola was playing one of his films, so he should. Well, his, his he wanted to support his brother. Yeah. Now, does cool. do you th- do you think he took a shit with the the bidets down there? <laughs> of course, <laughs> Nicholas exactly. Cage loves that. <laughs> that's why he showed up. He kind of he lied thing. about his brother. <laughs> I don't like the heat. I don't like the warm water in the bidet, though. Now, is it warm? Yeah, it, 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 they they can get warm. I, okay. I prefer the cold. The warm, yeah, it's like somebody's peeing in your butthole. Oh no! <laughs> I don't need that. That doesn't you know feel clean to me. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Actually, you know what? I think the first time I went to another hole in the head was for fucking um, glory, uh, not glory hole, Dave O'Shea's day job. I think that might have been it because I think you guys showed a the five year anniversary of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because fucking Dave just has that movie on a shelf and won't share it with anybody. Cut the fucking faith no more out of there and put that movie out. Yeah, we'll play play it next year for a ten year anniversary. Dude, I'll be there. I, yeah, I love it when condoms are hammered on the wall. <laughs> but I think that might have been it. And I think I I found out about it because when we were at Yerba Buena, there was like a flyer on a telephone pole. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Because it's that picture. Yeah. Of like an entity over some lady. And it's like, this looks like some micro budget shit. And then we went out there and it was in the new people. Yep. That's how I found it. You know, when we played it at the Roxy the first time, it was sold out. It was crazy. We had, had people standing in the aisles. It was like 250 people. What year was that? I don't remember. I think it was the five-year anniversary, the one that you saw. So it was five years before that. Whoa. God, yeah, we played it there. Yeah. Was that like, was that the original cut? I remember, I remember Dave telling me that there's a version of that movie that's like a half hour longer. And he said everybody kept telling him, dude, cut it down. And he was like, you're all dumb. And then he said he showed it to a packed theater and it. he wanted to die. That, He's like, I wanted it. to die because everybody who had told me they that to cut it, they were right. And he's like, and it took me infuriating a crowd to realize it. I think I told him to cut it as well. I told him it was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? He wanted it. So, <laughs> so you fucking taught him. <laughs> He's an artist, baby. See, I love it. Also, the glory hole is... is streaming now on uh, local access. Do you watch that, George? I used to, not anymore. (laughs) 
You know, I used to have a local access show in high school, like a, right after I graduated high school. It was, it, used to, it, was, it was called Flip the Script. And we go, we have to do two, we, we did two shows a week. That was the deal, they said. You have to do it or they kick you out. So we'd make these little horror movies and like, we made a lot of films. I think it was like six months of stuff. I, I wish I have all the tapes. I got to find them. They're on these oh, little dude. mini DV tapes and stuff. I got to go How through How old were you? Well, I'm 49 now, so it was probably 25 years ago, 30 years, 25 years ago. What? I was you 25, 49? Yeah. You, what the hell? What are you doing? Uh, What's the I, secret I, there? I drink baby blood. okay i was gonna say you do have that like illuminati glow to your skin dude you you know you get that adrenochrome of adrenochrome for sure (laughs) (laughs) i think i look so young but um yeah man we're um the festival it's uh we got a lot of horror we got some we got horror this year we have this one film called um damn it (laughs) <laughs> Randy will fix it in the edit <laughs> Which one? It's the last one at, at four star Let me pull it up I think I have God your schedule is so Fucking packed dude Okay <laughs> so how Okay do you have like a what's online And what's in person Yeah Like calendar Yeah so okay. if you go to the website Yeah and uh, you cl- uh, you go to the you click it and it takes you to Eventive. Mm-hmm. So you'll see it says li- live on. There's a, oh, there's okay. A, you see the tabs. Yeah. Watch on TV. Interesting. Do you get a lot of traffic there? Yeah, we do. A lot of people watch. I was surprised. A lot of people because they can't make it, so it helped a lot. That's why you guys should do that for sure. It really you should try Eventive. It's great. It 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 it, it and you could also geo fence. Yeah. Yeah, we um the film fest coming up uh Black Friday weekend. It you know the thing is George and I you've been so helpful and offered so much of your like sage advice. And then I constantly turn it down because we're just we're committed to this format and the whole thing has to be complicated otherwise we don't enjoy it. But you so don't have to do it all. You could do you I, could do the format you're having and do other stuff too. Just have it yeah, all the, like a like a yeah, just do it all. And, you know, that's kind of why we do in-person and online now. But the, the experience I've had whenever we've done like Chattanooga Film Fest or like uh, Panic Fest, when I'm given a like pseudo Netflix screen, I treat it like Netflix where they're my favorite movie ever might be on there. But if it's hidden under a dumb poster or something, I will never know because I don't give those a shot either. So with ours, you know, we just try to turn it into a live stream and it's like, we try to create scarcity, I guess, by being like, if you're not there, you're going to miss it. So when you show up, you better just glue to the TV and watch whatever you're getting. Cause no, that's cool. Gone, I like that. Gone. That's really it, cool. We do that with, with zoom. Cause we're going to do that. We do that. We've been doing that with the zoom thing. So what we've been doing with zoom, we do these live shows. We do sh- uh, before we did it all day. It was just too much, man. So now we're just doing a short block of like six films in one day. Like we'll pick a like a two hour slot. It's not up there yet. We're gonna put it up, but we'll do these live zooms shorts, and all the filmmakers come in, and they all. It's a cool place for the filmmakers to come and chat from all over the world who can't be here. Yeah, and uh, they get to vote on the film and talk and share their um, information. 
amongst each other. Pretty cool. So Benji doing the warp dimension thing that grew out of another hole in the head, right? It did. And uh, I don't know if he's still doing it, but yeah, <laughs> I think he's still trapped out there. He's I never think, returned. Yeah, oh, he lives in that warp dimension, brother. It started in, during a pandemic. And is that kind of what splintered into like the digital portion now of your film fest? Like, is it, is it under that like a warp dimension moniker or is it just like the online no, no, it's, it's it's warp dimension. It's a, it's another hole in the head warp dimension. It's pretty, yeah. It's just a, it is. I guess you're right. It's not really another hole in the head. It's it's warp dimension, but it's, yeah. it's just yeah. It's okay. It's cool. We, we're, it's, I think it's year four now. This will be year four. Yeah, that's. I mean, um, but I like. I want to check out your guys' thing because I, I think you're. I know. I got a feeling your guys' thing is going to be really good because you guys put on a good show. Everything you guys do is like weird and it's like different shit. And it's cool because it's like different, but it's like, it's weird and different. It's like, what the fuck's this shit? But it's like, you just suck into it. it is true. Whenever it's I like push artsy, anything, you're it's right. like artsy, weird, horror, cypher, some, I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. You know, here's that the makes thing. all the money. When, oh yeah. <laughs> See, the thing is when you have low self-esteem, you really come hard with shit. And we try to go the lowbrow route, which is, you know, the shit we love. It's why I went and watched Day Job at another hole in the head. But we also try to do like a a highbrow defense where it's like, you just don't understand screen life. Which, by the way, George, I don't know if you knew, but Unfriended was added to the Criterion Collection. So oh, it was? The channel. Yeah. The, oh, Randy, shut the <laughs> hell up. Mute him. Can anybody mute oh, Randy? Unfriended was good. <laughs> I like that. And I don't I don't even think they acknowledged like the format. It was just uh right, it was part of like a teen series or something, right, Randy? Yeah, it was like high school horror. They do they put a lot of stuff that's not actually criterion on every month or so. It was shown as a double feature with cuties. <laughs> cuties would end up on criterion though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why it was a good joke. <laughs> oh my yeah, but you know, we're we're really uh we're trendsetters here, George. So criteria. No, I like it. It's cool. It don't, don't stop. You know, keep on doing it. But I'm sure you guys are like, you, it, it'll it'll grow for sure because people will start hearing about it. And it's um, it just don't, just don't give up because you know I was gonna give up at year five, and then I was gonna give up again at year ten, <laughs> and then I was gonna give up again. And you know, I was always, but like now, it's it has its legs, and I'm not gonna stop. This will go on till I die. Good. That's or probably gonna be a hundred years. The way you, know? you look, they'll be whole head like eighty. Was that even possible? Probably. If I lived at one twenty, yeah. <laughs> you could do. You could do one twenty. Oh yeah, easy peasy. Technology's on its way. Was, was there a reason you were gonna quit, or was it just you're like I'm over it? Well, because it's just I was just um um it was because I was sick of losing money, like pay, coming out of my pocket. I know. Yeah. I mean, I mean have you not thought about quitting? <laughs> I quit. <laughs> You're five, dude. Yeah. I was right there with you. I'm like, dude, how, how many times are we going to take our tax return and just immediately turn it around into that? And then, you know, it's also kind of a bummer when you think you're doing something cool and then it's like, but nobody's fucking seeing it. Like, what's the point? Exactly. But Not that if you build it, they come, dude. Keep yeah. on yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see this year what happens, but. You know, there's a lot of uh, shows that are doing well. Take, take, we're two weeks away now, so there's there's a lot of shows that are selling. But 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's always like this every year. I always worry. No one's going to show up. And then people start showing up. So, yeah. Well, George, I'm glad we finally beat you into coming on the show. Yeah, right I on, guys. To- thank you. And thank you for uh, having me on. Well, yeah, here's, man. here's the thing. We're, we're going to be, oh God, I, what? So next week, Clark, you're gone. I'll be here on um, another hole in the head watch. We have uh, our festival this weekend, digital, which all that will be out. But the next well, couple of weeks, maybe, I think we're just going to be doing another hole in the head stuff. So yeah, let's hang out. And also if you're in the Bay Area, let's go. Hit me up. Hey, really quick, go out there. quick question. Hey, Clark, where are you from? Because you got like a little accent. I'm just wondering. <laughs> oh, take a, wait, wait. Take a guess. Yeah, take George, a guess. Guess first. Uh, Texas? I knew it was Texas. What, did, what about Clark says Texas? Yeah. Where His last it? name's Little. Like, come Everything's on. bigger in Texas. I'm a wee little boy. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Where are you from? Uh, Mississippi. Okay. So around that. Yeah, okay, cool. You got the little twang. Is that what I, it is? I, will, I, I will give him. I did live one year in Texas. Where? Okay. Uh, Dallas. <laughs> when I was four. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> right yeah, on, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Overlook Hour. And if you would like to hear more, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your podcatcher of choice is. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and or a review, which is a very easy way for you to support this show uh, that we bring to you every week for years now, free of charge. And as always, you can find us on YouTube at The Overlook Theater, Instagram at The Overlook Theater, Facebook at The Overlook Hour, and Twitter at The Overlook Hour. Last but not least, you can send us your emails and tell us how much you like or dislike the show at overlookhour at gmail.com. And if you're nice, maybe we'll uh, read them on the show. I've been your engineer, Randy Stat. Please join me along with Clark, Russell, and Oksana again next time. Bye. <laughs>